All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So let's start with the first article then. And this is Dutch farmers, a huge protest right across the Netherlands, protesting against the government's targets in cuts in emissions. The farmers say that these emission targets are so extreme, they will cause a reduction of 50% of their livestock in a rapid uh, period. Now, we've talked about this as well on the channel. What is happening at the moment, there is this destruction of the food supply. And I'll tell you something um, that I noticed yesterday as well on this. So we've seen this destruction of the food supply. Where does a lot of the grains go? It goes into feed, so for animals. So there isn't enough feed is what we're being told, or there won't be enough feed by October of this year. And this is one of the reasons why a lot of people, including myself, think they may be trying to reduce the animal population in terms of food or livestock. Now, it could be another option here. It could be the other way around. It could be they're simply removing all of the livestock at the same time as they are removing the food. Although I'm not saying specifically it's them, you know, the, the them that's removing the food. I think the food is being destroyed on a global level. In fact, we're seeing record droughts and heat waves this year right across the, the world. In fact, the USA is not talked about in your media because I follow the mainstream media of the USA. And I'm, well, I'm not surprised actually, because we know it's, you know, it's not even news anymore, but they're not talking about these droughts that are sweeping across the United States. In fact, Texas has just reported that only around 32% of their crops this year, so this is, um, I think it's corn and some of the wheat specifically, but grains, 32% of their crop this year is rated as good. The rest is below that. So we're going to see some really low yields this year. And it's not just Texas. This is right across the sort of southern and moving into the Midwest as well. But it's mainly the southern of the USA. So all the people keep saying, USA is the largest grower of food in the world. Well, we'll see what happens this year. I don't think the harvest is going to be anywhere near as big as it usually is. And none of the other harvests around the world are either. Now, there's a couple of outliers that are having bigger harvests because they're having hotter temperatures, but at the same time, they're having more drought. So it's sort of balancing itself out. So the question is, and please drop a comment below what you think, are we seeing these um, new targets in terms of, of the animal, uh, you know, poultry and meat and uh, livestock populations? Are we seeing these declining as a result of the food and the governments know there won't be enough food to feed them? Or are, is it a case of they're setting these targets and then they're reducing the livestock numbers because of they need to hit these um, reductions in CO2 and methane and nitrogen is one I keep hearing as well at the moment. Now these nitrogen targets. So what are the um, Dutch farmers saying? They're saying that we're being unfairly targeted. The farming industry is being unfairly targeted while big businesses are being let off. Uh, the government responded by saying that the country must, not should, but must cut nitrogen emissions by 70% by 2030. So that's just seven and a half years. A 70% cut in nitrogen. And the government's saying that the way to do this and to reduce a lot of the um, emissions is to reduce the animal population. So what does this mean for everyone else? Well, the writing's on the wall. 
if you reduce the livestock population by 50%, but the human population is still the same, if humans still want to consume meat, they're going to pay double or more. It, it, it would seem as though, oh, 50% less, you're going to pay you know, 100% more, but it doesn't actually work that way. The more you reduce something, the bigger the climb on the other side is. Now, I said I would mention something interesting that I've uh, noticed. So I went to the movies last night with my wife. We watched Jurassic World Dominion, and actually it wasn't too bad. You know, I don't like to go to the movie theater at the moment because every movie is just, you know, this whole woke, um, you know, it's part of the ESG mandates, the social um, part of the ESG mandates, you know, all of these quotas, you've got to have this and you've got to have, you know, that in these movies now. And for me, I just enjoy a good movie. I don't want to have to, you know, watch a movie and they've got to tick all these boxes. So it's pretty good that Chris Pratt was in it because he was quite clear. He said he would only do it if there wasn't all this, you know, crazy stuff in the movie. And it was pretty good. There's a couple of things in there, but it was pretty good overall. Now, here's the point I want to make. If you have watched it or if you haven't watched it yet, there was one thing in there that pretty much I'd say 99.999999% of people wouldn't notice. The main storyline of that movie is not about dinosaurs. It's about a wheat, corn, a crop shortage, but wheat in particular. It was about a wheat famine that was going to be going through the world. And they talked about how, because they you know, geo-engineered these um, locusts, basically, that's what they were, these, these locusts, they were these huge locusts, spoiler alert. And what they did was they would eat all of the crops around the world. But of course, the crops they didn't eat were these sort of what used to be Monsanto, so they call it a different name. Those crops were fine, they wouldn't eat that. Funny that, isn't it? They wouldn't eat the genetically uh, modified, engineered crops. But why am I mentioning this? Well, because most people won't notice things like this, but in movies, remember, foreshadowing is part of movies. You know, it's like they say, if you see a boat in the first scene, someone's probably gonna row that boat in the last scene, right? So this is what we were seeing in this movie. They're talking about a global wheat famine, a global crops famine, where you know, all the people on earth would die of starvation. Now, isn't that interesting based on what we're seeing at the moment and what I've been talking about for a long time? This crop, this famine that is already started, we're a year into it now, and it's gonna get worse. I think September, October, November time, we're gonna see things a lot worse as this comes through. But again, I don't say these things to scare you. I make these forecasts without emotion, without getting all, uh, you know, oh, you're gonna die type thing around it. I'm just telling you what it is based on mathematics and numbers and forecasting and economics of scale. That is what I'm, I'm teaching you here. So when I talk about this famine that's coming, it's already here. It's just the media isn't reporting on it. You look at some of these countries, look at Somalia, if you wanna see a good example, look at Yemen, look at any of these sort of countries in, in sort of Africa, um, Middle East sort of region. You look what's happening, they have got famine there and there are food appeals. And if you just look any of these up, you will see how drastic some of these things are. People will die in the hundreds of millions, if not a billion people by the time this is all over. If, and this is in a worst case scenario, but you are gonna see, even in the best case scenario, hundreds of millions of people die from this famine over the next five, six, however many years this goes on for. Now, another thing I thought was interesting from that movie, 
is that there was another part of the movie, again, it was sort of secondary to the main plot, and it was about this girl, and if you've seen the other Jurassic Park, she's, she's a clone, genetically altered, etc. Well, what do they do? Again, foreshadowing. When she's a baby, they are injecting her with this stuff to correct her DNA, gene therapy. So they have the baby there, they're holding the baby, and they're injecting it with gene therapy. I thought that was quite interesting as well. Obviously, you know, it was it worked out great in the movie and everything was fine and this girl was perfect and, you know, all of that sort of thing. But I did think it was interesting when you look at what's happening in the world right now with, with babies being vaccinated and all this other stuff. And then you look at what's happening in that movie. Very interesting. Moving on to another serious point then. If you remember a while back, I predicted that Russia would eventually cut off all the gas supply, natural gas, to mainland Europe. Well, that is um, really taking another step forward at the moment. Let's look at this. So far, the cutoff, so this is a complete 100% cutoff, has affected France, Poland, Bulgaria, the Netherlands. Okay, so those countries completely cut off. And then we've seen major reductions in Italy, Austria, Slovakia, the Czech Republic, and of course, Germany and the UK. And Germany is getting hammered at the moment. Uh, and this was, you know, forecast a long time ago. A certain person said, Germany has too much reliance on Russian gas and other energy, and it's going to be their downfall later on. And he was absolutely right in saying that, even though no one listened. The UK is also getting hammered right now, absolutely obliterated on these energy prices. And the off-gem cap is going to lift again. I've said this is what was happening. It's going to lift again later on. And these prices, this is why I'm saying to you, don't believe the media. Although they've, they've you notice they've done a U-turn now. The UK media was saying, don't worry about inflation. It's going to peak at 6%. It's going to come back down. We've got a handle on it. And I said from the start, they haven't got a handle on it. They, they physically can't. Inflation is the expansion of the money supply. Plus you have the energy problem. So you have the increasing cost of energy. Energy is what fuels any economy and industry and everything else around it. So we knew this wasn't going to happen. We knew that inflation was going to keep going. And now they're talking about 12% early next year. They're talking about a 12% rise in inflation and then after that they're going to make new forecasts again this is what they do but at least now they are being honest and they are admitting that inflation is not transitory in you know just like in the usa in the uk now you'll also remember the advice i gave to all the governments in the eu and i, I say that tongue-in-cheek because pretty much none of them watch my channel i'm sure but i said that they all need to refill their natural gas reserves now while they still can. And of course the government said, no, no, we don't want to give more money to Russia and, and all this other stuff. And I said, this is going to end really, really badly if we don't refill these gas reserves right now. We need to refill these natural gas reserves. Otherwise this is going to be absolutely just carnage and we're not going to be able to get the natural gas we need. And of course this is where the dark winter comes in. And ladies and gents, I do believe we're going to be going into a dark winter. Now I've given you advice around this already, you know, get your wood burners, um, it, it open up those old chimneys. If you live in the UK in some of the older houses, you will have a chimney there. You might have boarded over it or something like that or capped it, but it is worth getting these open 
this year just as a precaution if nothing else what have you lost by doing that not a lot half a day's work in, in doing it you've lost nothing so and make sure get in your wood obviously get your wood stockpiled as well look at the advice that's been given in poland go and collect your wood from the the forest but you need to pay 100 euros or whatever it is and do a course on how to collect wood the government's controlling this at every stage but at least the polish government are being honest and telling citizens go out and collect wood now because you might need it for heating in the winter what else have i said get yourself an extra sleeping bag get yourself extra blankets especially if you can get wool blankets what amazes me i've got a lot of wool blankets and i found these at you know car boot sales charity shops things like that people just give them away oh give me a pound for that these things will cost you 50 pounds or 60 dollars 70 dollars or more brand new and yet people are just throwing them away. In fact, a good place you can get a wool blanket is at an army surplus store. You'll get these 15 pounds, $20 or less. So that's a really good place to get them. The only other thing you can do if you are on oil, so my property is on oil heating, is to get your oil tank filled up now, especially in the summertime, oil tends to be a lot cheaper. These prices are not looking as though they're gonna come down. They look like they're gonna keep going up. So it's just worth stocking up your oil tank. Now, if you're on natural gas, like many of you in Europe will be and in the UK, there isn't a huge amount that you can do apart from the other measures I just mentioned. But it is, we're being told it's going to be a dark winter. There isn't a solution in sight for this. So just take the necessary precautions now. Because just look, remember I talked about Sri Lanka a month or two ago now, and I said they will collapse. Their economy will collapse. It's just numbers. It's just mathematics and modeling and forecasting. I said this would happen and now it's happened. And you're not seeing this on the media because some of these scenes are absolutely brutal of what is happening in Sri Lanka right now. The protesters and the police are clashing very violently. I won't put any images on because my video will then get shadow banned as it does if I put anything like this on there. But I'm allowed to talk about it. Thank you so much, YouTube overlords, for permitting me to talk about it. So I can mention these things, but just look into it for yourself. You might need to look on some alternative platforms here. But it's not just Sri Lanka. We're also seeing this spreading to a lot of other countries. Ecuador this week was the latest country to break down into social unrest as well. But my friends, again, we're going to see this in a lot more countries. This is not the, the end as we keep being told. This is the beginning. I'm sorry to say that, this is the beginning. But let's go on to the next article then. Record numbers of companies are filing for bankruptcy at the moment, uh, resulting in massive job layoffs. Revlon, that's a 90-year-old company. You've all heard of Revlon, the, the makeup company. It's declared bankruptcy. So there's all their staff going. We're seeing this all over the place. Uh, and just on, again, where I live, I've seen two companies that have been going for decades. In fact, one of them has been going for 86 years on the high street. It's just going. They're basically closing to 86 years. Now, you walk down any high street at the moment. Yeah, new entrepreneurs are coming in and opening up businesses. But a lot of these high streets are, are just empty. You're seeing shops closed. You're seeing all these decals on the window. To, and in the malls, especially the high-end malls, they put these decals on the window. So you don't actually realize what's going on. But they are closing down. We are going to see record numbers of more companies closing. 
and layoffs. And a lot of these new businesses that have set up, these, these younger entrepreneurs or new entrepreneurs, a lot of these will also fail because they, um, again, I'm not saying this in a disrespectful way, I'm saying it in a very caring way. They haven't sort of modeled their numbers based on the economies that we're going into. So they might think, oh great, look how much business I'm doing right now, so successful. Well, yes, in this economy, but once this breaks, you're probably gonna see 50% cut in revenue. And then you're still gonna have the fixed overheads, but with a lower revenue, it's not gonna, it's not gonna end. This is why I'm, a, you know, I do mentoring and coaching and things, but what I were doing previously, a lot of my income was business consultancy, consulting for small businesses through to some of the biggest companies on the planet. Now we can't do one of these Friday videos without talking about something controversial or crazy. So here we go. A 37 year old woman marries a rag doll. Yes, a 37 year old woman has just married a rag doll saying this is her perfect husband. You think that's crazy? They've also had a baby, yes. She and this ragdoll have had a baby. Yeah, this is the sort of, um, how do we describe, stuff going on right now in the world. And this is in the media. This is in the New York Post and some of these other, you know, media channels. And they're saying, in fact, some of them, this is how crazy the world is now, some of them are painting this as a good thing. Okay, if that's a good thing, then um, I must be getting a little bit too old. All right, well, thank you so much for watching today. I hope you enjoyed the video. I hope you liked the beautiful background. This is one of the, it's probably my second favorite beach on the island, actually. And as you can see, I've been sat here now for, what, half an hour, 45 minutes. Uh, I'm probably gonna sit here for a little longer now, just sit and watch the sea for a little bit and just relax. No one comes down here. I've only ever seen one person come down to this beach. Uh, this is the beauty of where I live here on the Isle of Man. You just don't seem to get a lot of people, which is uh, great. It's nice if you like your peace and quiet. So thank you so much for watching. Uh, really appreciate you. Uh, please make sure you've got your notification bell turned on if you're not getting the videos. I keep seeing this a lot in the, the comments. But apart from that, thank you so much for watching. Take care. God bless you, your family, your communities. And I will see you uh, next week now for a whole new round of craziness. All right, take care.